Welcome to the You Can Tell the Children podcast, a place where sharing God's word with the next generation in your circle of influence can be simple, easy, and fun. We know that intentionally teaching children about God and the relevancy of His word will be a game changer in their homes, schools, and communities. This podcast is a ministry of Bible to School, the experts in engaging children with the Word of God. Together, we will make sure you can tell the children about the love of Jesus. Ready, set, let's go. Welcome back to the You Can Tell the Children podcast. I'm your host, Meredith Steidler, and this is episode 68 with Josh Inc., President and Chief Story Officer of Sight and Sound Ministries. Did you know that Jesus told over 50 parables in Scripture? About a third of his teachings are based on storytelling. The power of storytelling is no secret and most definitely not to God. This is the very method he chose to communicate the kingdom of heaven to the masses. And this is the reason Sight and Sound Theaters exists, to create these immersive stories from the stage that ring out truth over the noise of our culture. Sight and Sound Theaters has been around for 46 years, but today, you get to be one of the first audiences to hear insider information about their very new addition to storytelling. To catch all the links and resources we mentioned today, head on over to our website at bible2school.com. That's bible2school.com and click on the resources tab. While you're there, go ahead and share this episode with a friend so they can catch this insider info as well. Ready to hear why you should go see Sight & Sound's first ever film production in theaters? Let's join our conversation with Josh and Corey now. Hi, Josh. It's so good to see you today. Great to see you again, Corey. I just love joining you in these podcasts, and I think about you guys all the time, and keep rooting for Bible to School. Absolutely. Well, you're no stranger. Like I said, we're friends, and we love to do things together. We do things at Sight and Sound with you guys, but I love for our listeners to get to learn more about you. We actually did a podcast a while ago. It aired in March. It's episode 34, which talks about how you love to bring the Bible to life through storytelling. And that's on the theatrical stage of Sight and Sound, which, but tell us a little bit before we get started in all of that, please, can you tell us a little bit about your family for those of you who don't know you and we're we're around the holidays now. So what (laughs) is your favorite family tradition at Thanksgiving or Christmas? Yeah, well, I think that starting with the family is a great idea. They're the favorite part of my life, aside from my relationship with the Lord, obviously, and but uh, my family's well, my beautiful wife, Kristen, and our four children. They're getting older and they're getting taller. And <laughs> they are. Uh, my eldest is uh, 19 and she's studying British literature, English literature. And uh, my daughter, Ava, is 16. And she's going to go get her permit here real soon. Oh, and my wow. son, I know, I know. <laughs> but she's going to be great. I just, I think she's going to be a great driver. Oh, yeah. And then my son, Landon, he's uh, he's all boy. He's 12 and he just wants to hunt and fish and trap all weekend, all every week he can. And so that's that's fun. And then my my youngest, Haven, is just so much fun and so so full of energy. And she's seven and she currently doesn't have any teeth in her front because uh, she lost them. And last night we were bowling and she got her first strike and thought that she would have landed on the moon. She was so Oh, wow. Wow. But, but, but for Christmas, she's going to get her two front teeth, right? That's what the goal is. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) 
That's awesome. The, the tooth fairy has to first pay for those teeth. He hasn't done that yet. So <laughs> <laughs> my, my family's oh. great. The holidays are, this is our favorite time of the year. The, the leaves are, color, are changing and it's just beautiful. And Thanksgiving, I just absolutely love it. And then Christmas, of course. And so Christmas around our house is uh, we have close families on both sides of the family. So it's just time spent with them. Just love my family so much uh, on both sides and just like to take a breather, you know, and just, yeah. just park it for a while and just break bread together and, and share life. I just love it so much. That's a great tradition. Excellent tradition to be together. But back to your, this is what I love about you. You have such a passion for storytelling and you t- tell the Bible so amazingly well. Tell us a little bit about how that like passion kind of intersects with your occupation like how did how does the bible get into storytelling well it's how does how how does it not i, I was just doing um some research recently because i had spoke at a prayer breakfast and and I, I read that jesus had over 50 parables which means that mm. a third what is it i think a third of his teachings are based on storytelling and wow. yeah and so storytelling is the backbone of how god chose to communicate the kingdom of heaven to the masses, because you can tell people information, data, and it sticks in their mind and it's effective. But if it drops from their mind to their heart, that's when they make life changes. And so the power of storytelling is no secret and is certainly not a secret to God, because that's the method he chose to impart the truths of heaven into the masses of people. So storytelling, I think, is I think that's why it's so under attack as well, because it's such a powerful vehicle to move people's lives. Everybody loves a good story. And I can't wait to talk about what you're doing new with storytelling. So for many years at Sight and Sound, if you don't know, it's a theater that is located in in Lancaster, Pennsylvania and Branson, Missouri. If you're near any of those places, you probably have heard of Sight and Sound, where they bring the Bible to life in like a Broadway-type extravaganza, basically. I just saw David recently, and I think you told me there were 34 sheep that you guys used or something (laughs) like that. (laughs) Yeah, it's up there. It's a lot of goats and sheep in this show. Yeah, these real live animals and just a, a panoramic stage. It's amazing. And you've just really uh, furthered the gospel in so many ways with your productions and your gifting and storytelling. This is one type of storytelling is theatrical on the stage, but you are doing something new. And I want to hear, we want to talk today about what are you doing? What's going on at Sight and Sound with ministries that our listeners need to know more about? Yeah. Well, thank you, Corey. That was a great setup. We've been bringing the Bible to life on stage for 46 years. Sight and Sound started in 1976. And we always you know, were open and obedient to what the Lord might be doing as far as storytelling goes. And obviously it found its way to our huge 300 foot wraparound stage and bringing the Bible to life in an immersive way and has been who we have become. But about a couple of years ago, uh, really COVID, when we couldn't bring people to the theater, we started to realize the impact of getting our productions into media form and seeing them sent out all over the world. So, you know, one of the most incredible stories of our history that I just cannot stop talking about is how in 2020, we were expecting to see 1.3 million people to see a sight and sound show in Lancaster and Branson. And when COVID happened, we shut our doors. Obviously, that opportunity completely went away. But we had the Jesus show in media form 
We got it on the TBN and it broadcast around the world Easter weekend, three days in 2020. I remember. And we had, yeah. And so remember, we were expecting 1.2 million people to see a sight and sound show in 12 months. We had over 3 million people see a sight and sound show in three days. Whoa. Salvations from Vietnam, Korea, you know, all parts of the world. And that really opened our eyes. We're like, okay, Lord, you want us to move into the media side of things, not neglect the theater side of things. We still have incredible productions in production. But what we decided to do was just take take a step, faith. And we were going to shoot a short film. Uh, there's a story that we fell in love with years ago. It's a Christmas story. And it's the true story behind the song, I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day, which was one of my favorite Christmas songs. Me too. Yeah, I love that song. Yeah. And Casting Crowns did a cover of that a number of years ago, and it was huge. And anyway, so we pulled that story and were considering it about two years ago as a short film, something experimental. And as we started developing this about two months or three months in, we realized we really have something here. And so we put more muscle to it and we produced a feature length film, our very first original feature length film, Heard the Bells, and it's coming out to movie theaters December 1st, over 900 movie theaters nationwide for a four day event through Fathom Events. And we're now making movies. And so it's wow. the power of story on stage and now screen. So I heard the bells movie.com is uh, where you can get more information about that. Well, I want to back up a minute. Yeah. Tell me for a sec. So how did you make that leap? And what is your, because I heard the bells is not a Bible story. Correct. And you've always done Bible stories. So what is the um, thoughts behind your product, movie productions? Are they going to be Bible stories? Are they going to be other stories? Right. Well, the answer is they could be. Because, <laughs> yeah, they could be anything. But we really felt led to tell true stories about people and events from history that changed the world because Christ first changed them. Oh, I love so, that. I'll say it again. Figures and events from history that changed the world because Christ first changed them. Mm. And they're period films. They're going to be historical films. They could be Bible characters, but they don't have to be. And that's just the vision we have for sight and sound films. It's a completely, it's a, it's a separate entity under the same sight and sound umbrella. So the same production teams, the same producers, writers, directors. Uh, we even have the Story Barn, which is our film studio and backlot on the premise of theaters here in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. But it's giving ourselves permission to tell more current stories and history and inspire people out there that, as you know, you work with Bible to School, our history has to be taught. It does. You know, all of our history has to be taught. Mm -hmm. And we're passionate about telling specific histories of Christian men and women changed the world because they were changed by Christ. Oh, amen to that. God has worked all through history, not just in Bible times and not just in present times in your present life. But when you look back and see how God changed lives and, yes. you know, upheld the, our founding fathers. I mean, mm -hmm. but I tell you what, why Henry Wadsworth Longfellow? I mean, I don't, you don't yeah. want to give away the story or anything, but no. why did you pick him? I love to. So Henry Wadsworth Longfellow to the United States back in the 1860s was the Charles Dickens of Europe in the same time period. In fact, they were friends. Uh, Henry Longfellow is a, a person in history that's being lost. He used to be studied and his, his poem, poetry memorized in academia. If I say two ships passing in the night, that's him. If I say Paul Revere's ride, that's him. 
And he was incredibly influential back in the 1840s, 50s, and 60s, lived in Boston, Massachusetts, and was just a real powerhouse of a storyteller until tragedy struck in his life. And when tragedy struck, he put his pen down and he stopped being a voice. And so this story is really about him experiencing the highs of peak success and then the very lowest valley of sadness. And what happens is the, the story really moves from what do you do in the midst of tragedy? Now, is that really when our voice stops being heard? Or is that where our voice is actually most powerful? And this story is really about moving people who have experienced tragedy and loss in their lives to move toward Christ and allow their voices to be heard even more powerfully because of the tragedy. So that poem, I Heard the Bells, includes these two different verses. At the beginning, Henry Longfellow writes, And in despair I bowed my head, there is no peace on earth, I said, for hate is strong and mocks the song of peace on earth, goodwill to men. That's where he was during the Civil War after tremendous loss. And the end of the poem goes like this. Then pealed the bells more loud and deep. God is not dead, nor doth he sleep. The wrong shall fail, the right prevail, with peace on earth, goodwill to men. So this film is about from him in despair to him saying, then pealed the bells more loud and deep. God is not dead, nor doth he sleep. This film is about what happened between those two moments in his life. How did he get there? And how can we get there when we experience loss? I I was going to say, I got chills when you were saying that because it's true. How do you get there? It's not easy to experience tragedy and loss. And a lot of people out listening have done that. So this would be incredibly inspiring to them. Let's pause right now and take a question from one of our Bible to School kids. My dad's in jail. Can I be mad or do I have to forgive him? Our children think and feel deeply about what is happening in their lives. And when they pose a multi-layered question such as this one, it can take us by surprise. To answer a question like this, take it one step at a time. Be curious but gentle by asking questions about the situation. There's an element of emotion here. So take the time to unpack and explore those emotions which honors how God made us. After the child has had a chance to give more detail and emotions are laid out, you can then turn to the Bible with the child and tell them that because God forgave us, we can forgive each other. But sometimes that takes time. Explore together what God has to say about forgiveness and anger. Help the child determine their next steps. Offer to pray with them about this. And be sure to check in with them in the near future to gauge how God is working on their heart and offer tender encouragement. I have seen the film and I highly, highly recommend it. I had questions of you about the making of the film. So did you find that now since you've done theater, obviously this was very, very different. What did you find the most challenging? What did you find the most exciting? Man, it was two years of just action-packed doing something for the first time. Because even though Sight and Sound has been around for 46 years, we never made a movie before. And we, we know the power of story and we know how to shape a story on stage, but, but applying that to the screen is something we've never done. And so we gave ourselves permission to learn. This is really our first film. We're very, very happy with it. In fact, we're getting tremendous reviews from people that are being very moved by the story. And so that's exciting. So I would say the similarities are telling a compelling story that will move people's hearts towards truth. You know, 
that doesn't go anywhere. That's on stage. That's on screen. That's in a book. That's in our testimony. That's in this podcast right now. Tell a compelling story that moves people's hearts towards truth. That's the similarity. The differences are many. (laughs) (laughs) When you have a 300-foot wraparound stage with animals running down the aisles, there's a lot to look at and a lot of grace, you know, in the theater setting. When you put stuff up on a screen and all of a sudden you have these actors in period costumes with wigs, it's there's there's nothing to hide. The the costumes were great, by the way. I was really... They're beautiful. Oh, yeah. They, I really felt like I was in the story. I wanted a hoop skirt after this. Oh, yeah. I really did. <laughs> well, our team was amazing. Like their attention to detail, set decoration, costumes, hair and makeup, the locations. We shot most of this film in Lancaster County. People were so gracious. And I'll tell you, Corey, it was so, you know, when you produce a stage show at Sight and Sound, which I've done several of them. You know, it's an incredible experience because you're under the roof with your team of people for three and a half years, right? With film, you get out of the building, you get out into the community, and you use resources like locations, uh, props, talent, you know, whatever. And all of a sudden, you're rubbing shoulders with the community. And that was really awesome, you know, to do that. And so we have some great relationships now and stories to uh, to remember forever, just about linking arms with uh, with brothers and sisters in the community. That's cool. That is yeah. very cool. I, I wouldn't th- have thought of that, but you're right. You're always in a theater and now you're out with the people. Yeah. Uh, you have a lot of uh, horses yes. and yeah, action scenes. And uh, yeah. boy, you are moving and shaking with this. If you had one character that you related to most, would, mm-hmm. would it be Henry or would it be others in the film? Or You know, uh, when we were shooting the film, uh, I probably related the most with Charlie, who was the son who struggles with the loss differently than Henry did his father. You know, there was, there's a youthfulness about him. Uh, there's an adventure about him. But now that I've gone through some life events myself these past two years, and I've lost someone very, very close to me, I relate to Henry. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I think I probably ultimately always did relate to Henry because it was his connection with his creator and the use of words to shape stories and to move people through language and words. And, and, and that was so obviously, I think being a storyteller, the, the protagonist of the film, Henry, was the person that I felt closest to. But everybody, the cool thing about this film is it's a true story. And yeah, really, that's what I like about it as well. Yeah, these are real people that experienced real things and not that long ago. No. And I think that's really important for us to to remember is uh, study the history of people and how things came about, because it'll it'll inspire you. This film is just so moving and inspiring for people, no matter where they're at in life, young or old. Yeah, there definitely is something for everybody. What I was telling you earlier, I loved the uh, relationship between Henry and his wife and the humor they had. Yeah. You know, she would be telling him what to do and, and yep. maybe had something between them. Like, like my husband and I, like, hey, you say hi to that person <laughs> over there or whatever. Yeah. And so the humor was, was lovely. And you have that also in your sight and sound shows as well. There's always a little bit of good humor in there. So I, I really appreciate that in the film. And I did have one question because we got to wrap this up soon here is like, what is one main takeaway that you would want our, our listeners to remember from, from viewing this movie? What, what would that be? So the bell that hangs in the church steeple is an incredible symbol 
of the church. The bell that hangs in the steeple right now, it's a literal bell that hangs in the steeple. It rings out. People can hear it over land and sea, right? Mm -hmm. Today, if you look around churches, there's hardly any that have the bell hanging from the steeple anymore and, and even fewer that actually ring out. Growing up in Mannheim, there was a church, the bell that always rang and always was a part of my life. And so that's an important symbol, especially when you apply it to spiritual terms. Where is the, ch- the voice of the church today? You, me, the people, you know, are we ringing out? Is our voice ringing out? Does the church have a bell ringing out? And that's what we want to do with Sight and Sound Films is we want to create stories that ring out truth over the noise of culture. And so if anybody, if they can think of or remember anything from this film, I want them to walk away and say, first of all, God is not dead, nor doth he sleep. No matter what I've been through, he can still use me. In fact, he can use me for greater things because I've been through tough things. And then secondly, I want to be a bell in the tower of a church, ringing out truth over culture. Well said, Josh. Well said. We feel that way in our public school mission field that we are in, as well as your doing that out in the entertainment mission field. And I applaud you for that. And I am so excited. Tell us where we can see this film. Where, where can we, where can our listeners go and when it's in December, right? Yeah, it's coming up. So we have a website called I heard the bells movie.com. And that'll have all the information on there. I heard the bells movie.com or on Instagram at sight and sound films, Facebook at bells movie. And it hits movie theaters. This is crazy. Over 930 movie theaters nationwide, December 1st. It's a four-day run through Fathom Events. So check your local theater to see if they have a Fathom event there. And the film is I Heard the Bells. You can buy tickets now uh, for it. And um, hope to see you out there at the, at the movie theaters. Well, we talk about on, on You Can Tell the Children, how can we tell the children about Jesus and tell them about God? And one way is through entertainment. Take your nephew, take your niece, take your grandkids to go see this. Get tickets now. Go see this. You will not be disappointed and you will be inspired. And you can talk about God after the movie. Take him out for ice cream afterwards. That would be what my kids always wanted. And then we talk (laughs) about the movie and we talk about God. So thank you, Josh, for doing all this. Would you mind ending us in prayer? I would love to. And it's always a pleasure chatting with you, Corey. Heavenly Father, we surrender our lives to you completely, all the moving parts of our lives. Help us, Lord, to continue to walk in Christ-likeness. Help us to love others, Father. Help us to be Christ to the world. Father, pray for the children that are impacted by Bible to School. What an incredible program. I, I just think about all those youngsters that are just being pounded by different stories and messages daily. The word story now means a five-second blip on a phone and how many stories they can watch so quickly. So Father, I ask and pray in Jesus' name that your story, your story would be dominant over all the little meaningless stories in these young people's minds and hearts. Equip Bible to School to have a powerful 2023. I thank you for the provision that you've been bringing them thus forth. I pray strength for Corey and vision for the team. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Josh sure has a powerful way of sharing his passion for storytelling. What do you do in the midst of tragedy? Do you put your pen down like Henry initially chose to do? Or do you entrust your pain to Jesus and continue to share your story? At You Can Tell the Children, we want to offer you fun and practical ways of sharing Jesus 
with the children in your life. Isn't this just an awesome way to do that? Call up your grandkids, find your neighbors, block out your schedule, make plans to see I Heard the Pels on December 1st, 2nd, 3rd, or 4th in a theater near you. After the movie, you can go out for dessert or snuggle around a fire and discuss how you saw God's hand at work in this amazing storyline. Don't forget to head over to our website, BibleToSchool.com. That's Bible, the number two, school.com to find the show notes and get the resources you heard about today. Do you want to learn more about getting biblical truth in your public school? Since you already visited our website for the show notes, you can stay on our site and click on the Contact Us tab. We will be sure to get this conversation started. There are so many ways you can help us spread the word about the Bible to School ministry and this podcast. Like us on social media at Bible to School. Share, review, and subscribe to our podcast. Check out our blog and give a gift to further this mission. Don't forget to tune in next week as Dr. Kathy Cook gives advice on how to help your children be all that God designed them to be. So until then, friends, have a wonderful week. And remember, you can tell the children about Jesus, especially through stories.